the radio, strap yourself in. Because it's time for the Matt Wyatt, Wyatt Show. The guy who's the color commentator for Mississippi State football and SEC baseball. So, yeah, he brings a lot to the game. And he's right here. Right now. Hey, yes, sir. Here we go. Let's get started. What is today? Today, Thursday? Thursday. Thursday, we are absolutely, technically, and in every way on the back end of the week. Welcome into the show in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau. Go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Across the great state of Mississippi, your hometown heroes, that's your local Farm Bureau insurance agents. Available to you in all 82 counties around the great state of Mississippi. Well, 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 how the... Turn, what did Michael Scott say? Well, well, well. How the turntables. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, he meant how the tables have turned, and then he got stuck on how the turntables. Right? That's Michael Scott for you. How the turn tables. Beaver's here today. Hey, Beaver. Hey there, Matt White. Our listeners are happy to hear your voice, sir. All right. Well, don't speak for them. I don't know. (laughs) I got tickled because right before the show began, you and I were discussing ideas. We won't disclose all of our ideas for now, but we were discussing ideas. You can verify we've never discussed these before. I brought up a tangent idea, and you basically said it was the same thing you were thinking and told me to get out of your head. Yeah. Something I thought of, uh, let's see, three three days ago, because yep. it was on Monday, mm-hmm. and you just said it. And I very rarely talk to you. Last time I talked to you was when you were here in the studio. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was during the Masters. It was weeks ago. I mean, it, you know, a month ago. I mean, it was a month ago. That's when it was. Last time I talked to you. And here we are thinking the same stuff. I thought that was a new, very... Um, I don't want to say millennial, but uh, you know, a very hip way to tell somebody, hey, we're thinking of the same thing as you go, hey, wait a minute, get out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> so Beaver's here, and we're glad about it. I'm glad about that. I can't, like Beaver said, I shouldn't speak for anyone else. But y'all, lend me your ear. If you aren't aware of what has gone on in the last 24 hours in college football here in the SEC, If you're not aware, you need to listen. No, they didn't play a game, and it's not about, you know, somebody getting fired yet. But you need to know what has gone on starting last night in Birmingham and continuing this morning in College Station, Texas. Roll Tide, y'all. the Alabama Million Dollar Band, but according to some, that ain't the only thing in Tuscaloosa costs at least a million dollars. All right, got you, Robbie. Robbie is in on the Country Pleasing text line. Country Pleasing Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast, and I buy mine at Walmart, and I've gotten it at Country Meat Packers and Highway 49 in Florence, and you can get it there, too. You can also go online and order it at Country Pleasing. 
Com. And you can text me on that aforementioned country pleasing text line at this number, 601 885 ESPN. 885 ESPN or 885 3776. Get ready to text. Big finish. Here we go. That's the Alabama fight song. If you didn't know. All right. Robbie, everybody listening, lend me your ear. It all started last night in Birmingham. Nick Saban sitting on a panel with a microphone in his hand next to uh, Nate Oates, the basketball coach, and some other guy. Big room of people. They were promoting the start of, uh, what do they call them, the World Games, which Birmingham is hosting. Big deal. Nick Saban's going to speak. And boy, did he ever speak, including these comments out loud, in public, wide open air, with cameras rolling, media there. We'll start with his comment about how Texas A&M football recruiting was able to land a world-class recruiting class. You've read about them. You know who they are. I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M bought every player on their team, made a deal for name, image, and likeness. All right, we didn't buy one player. All right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. Dramatic pause. Wide open. Public comments. Media there. Phones rolling. Recording it for production. It's all over the internet. It was by the time you went to bed last night. Not me. I went to bed early. I go to bed early. But it was there front and center first thing I woke up this morning. There it was. Texas A&M bought every player in their recruiting class from the mouth of the czar of college football himself there's more Nick Saban continued and this time he included coach Prime and Jackson State hell read about it in the paper I mean Jackson State paid a guy a million dollars last year that was a really good division one player to come to school it was in the paper and they bragged about it nobody did anything about it Nick, what are you doing, Coach? What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Okay, that's several sound clips. Beaver, I know you don't really like them, so I'll I'll try to keep it at a minimum, okay? I, I mean, first, he lights up Jimbo Fisher in Texas A&M. They bought every player in their recruiting class. Then he goes after Coach Prime. Are you kidding me? And folks, in the same speech, in the same speech last night, he invited the people in the room to help him buy players. Now, I know that we're going to lose recruits because somebody else is going to be willing to pay them more. Um But name, image, and likeness is something that's here. And I think the more supporters that we have for the University of Alabama in all sports that are willing to 
sponsor players, whatever you want to call it, use them in your business to help your business, that's going to help our programs. If you can strike a deal with our players and use them for your business to help your business, that's going to help our program. You and I think it. You and I have talked about it on the radio. We've kicked it around. We've accepted it as fact. We know, just like we said yesterday on the show, the idea that we're even calling this name and image and likeness, it's a big pile of you know what? Because it's not what it is. It has nothing to do with any of those. It's strictly pay for play. We know all that. It's another thing when Nick Saban grabs the mic, speaks into the mic, and promptly drops the mic. Now, I know you're holding on. I'm coming straight to you. If you'll just give me just a couple of minutes here to, to put uh, this thing a little farther down the road so that we can really jump into the convo here. Sorry. Sorry to abbreviate that. Conversation. And I'll get to your text. I know we have phone calls waiting, but you need to hear this too. There are two parts. I'm going to give you part one. So just hang in there for a couple of minutes. You wake up this morning. You see what Saban said. He laid it all out there. Specifics. A&M. Jackson State. And then about 8 o'clock this morning, the media received notice. Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M has scheduled an impromptu press conference on the campus of the Aggies for 10 a.m. Central Time this morning. Here's Jimbo Part 1. Coach, uh, like to respond to some comments made last night in Alabama? Uh, yes, I would. First of all, I'll say it's a shame that we have to do this. It's really despicable. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. And they broke state laws. They're, they're, they're all money. We bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. All right, if you didn't catch that, Jimbo Fisher publicly into a microphone accusing Nick Saban of being a narcissist. And folks, listen, if you haven't heard this today from Jimbo Fisher, he's just getting started. It's ridiculous, but when, when he's not on top. And the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you've got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families. And Texas A&M, because we do things right, we're always going to do things right. But we're, not, we're always going to be here. We're doing a heck of a job. These coaches have done a great job. Our players have done a great job. The whole organization of recruiting people. It's despicable that we've got to sit here at this level of ball and, and say these things to defend the people of this organization, the kids, 17-year-old kids and their families. It's amazing. Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. And it's despicable. It really is. And it's a shame we have to sit up here and have this conversation 
about things we do. And it, and it personal to us? Yes, it is. It's personal to A&M. It's personal to our players. It's personal to our coaches and everybody involved. And I know the guy. know him really well. It's amazing that we're allowed to do those things. It's really despicable. And I, and I hate it. For our players who are coming here, who did things the right way, have done things the right way, and will continue to do things the right way, I apologize to you that people insult you publicly the way they're doing it. And our fans, I, I apologize to you guys for people saying those things about Texas A&M. But I promise you this, there are, no, there are no violations. There are nothing wrong. It's the second time we've had to do this with grown men who don't get their way and want to pout, throw a fit, and act up. Just go ask all the people who work for him. You'll know exactly what he's about. I always said this. My dad always told me this. When people show you who they are, believe them. He's showing you who he is. Questions? Uh, to the left, Olin. Uh, a couple of things, Jimbo. First of all, have you had any contact with Nick since? No. Uh, oh, he's called. You just didn't take the call? Not going to. We're done. And uh, He shows you who he is. And then I just wanted to. He's the greatest ever, huh? And then I just wanted to. When you to got all the advantages, uh -huh. it's easy. And I just wanted to uh, just put it point blank. So no players in your, you're saying that no players in the no, no laws of anything we ever or? promised, done anything that goes against the laws of the state of Texas. And it's insulting to say a 17-year-old in his family broke laws. No. Down front, Brent. You know, y'all have both spoken so highly of each other in the past in terms of what y'all have done in your previous relationship. So how disappointing was it to hear that from him, you know, in terms of, you know, a mentor type to you It's disappointing. Well? No, I wasn't. No, listen, you coach with people like Bobby Bowden and learn how to do things. You coach with other people and learn how not to do things. There's a reason people don't go, I ain't went back and worked for him with opportunities. Coach back behind don't the lines. Don't associated with it. Coaches, uh, is this an area where you would want to see the league office and the SEC, the commissioner's office, get involved if, if coaches are putting out specific accusations yeah, of that's violence? Their job. That's, their, that's fine. I'm sure they will. They'll reprimand or say something, and we'll move on, I guess. But this is about our players in Texas A&M and the people who work for and the coaches here. That's what this is about. And make a mistake. We're not going anywhere. We have still a lot of work to do. We're not where we want to be. This is going to be a great program, and we're building it into a great program. Any other questions down front, Travis? I know everyone saw the initial post from Slice Bread or whatever, but where do you feel like this is, is coming from? You got me. Slice Bread. <laughs> well, but I mean, when coaches say that, come on, man. Especially, never mind. The operation and tactics of certain people who say them, and anybody who coach with him know them, and anybody out there in this business knows it. Amazing. Just and, go where he's been. And I know that you don't necessarily, you can't have the, the conversation with people who do NILs or have that contact, but would you like to see the, the, the collective that, that, that does I would like to find unified rules across this country to put things in place. That's part one. All right. Time for some reaction. We'll get to part two in a bit. It's long. He went on and on. And, and the longer he went, the less he held back on a personal level with Nick Saban. 
You just you and I have never seen or heard anything like this at that level from coaches at that level. We just never seen publicly. You'd hear it behind the scenes, but you'd never hear this kind of thing publicly. First time. There it is. You made some history today, or you at least witnessed it. All right. Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Your Kubota dealer. First up on line one, Paul. Thanks for hanging on, Paul. What's up? Hey. Hello. Hey, Paul. Yeah. Talk to me on the phone there and turn that radio down, and you've got the floor. Are you on commercial? No, Paul. Uh, you got me on the phone. Can you hear me? <clears throat> yeah, I can. Yeah, talk to me on the phone here. You're good to go. We're on the air. Okay, I hope you've got two or three minutes before you got to go on radio break. Yeah, if you, yeah, sure enough, two or three minutes, and then mm-hmm. we got uh, someone else holding on. That'll give us both, you know, time okay. for both you guys. Uh, <clears throat> well, I guess uh, the first thing I would say. Uh, is I hate to see you guys spend so much money or time on affairs in the SEC outside of Ole Miss and State. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really do. Um, so, know, so, so, Paul, we don't hold on. About- so, you, you, you don't think we should be talking and covering this at all? Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying at all, but not give it the first. You know, okay, what should we? All right, we're 15 minutes into this show. What should we have started with today from a topic standpoint, Paul? Well, you know, no, you wear the hat. No, 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 you you wear the hat. You're a you, you you wear the hat. You pretend that you are a radio producer and let her rip. Tell me, I mean, Paul, look, I'm not, I'm not angry with you at all, but what I'm saying is you, you're the first caller of the day. This is huge news. We've never seen anything quite like it in the SEC. I did start the show with it, and and you're the first caller, and you're kind of calling me on the carpet for talking about it. And so if you're going to do that, you've got to be able to offer a solution. You can't tell me, well, I just don't know. I I think the world of your coverage, and you know that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, uh, you know, talk about the – Upcoming SEC baseball tournament. Break into it, you know, on your second or third segment or whatever. Well, we're not even on I'm our second or third you. segment. We, we just, we, I mean, but the show started 18 minutes ago. We're still in the first segment. I understand that. I said break into it in a later segment. Okay. But, you know, what I'm saying is both parties, the head coach at uh, Alabama and the head coach at Texas A&M, we both know are, you know, not speaking anything close to the truth. Would you agree? <laughs> well, I, I will. Def- I mean, I would agree. I will agree with this. I mean, it's, and, it's and an I- insult to. It's an insult to uh, anyone that follows closely. Uh, the sport to think that either one of them are are serious about what they're saying mm. or you know I, I don't even think they can look themselves in a mirror and say it without laughing okay well let's you try know, to let's just, well let's just like, see here if if we can turn over a new leaf paul if you had to come up with a theory 
as to why they would go into this spat publicly about this. Which, yeah, I agree. I, I tweeted a little while ago that it looks to me like they both said things that are false. And they both kind of falsely accused each other of some stuff. They both are taking an L in this thing. That's the way it looks to me. But why would you? Why do you think they're doing it? Um, I think that the two of them are, as one called the other, narcissistic enough to think that you know they are uh, the gold standard for the conference hmm. and they're trying to compete for that trying to be at the top and you know hey paul i pre and, I, hey i appreciate your phone call as always and i'm sorry to cut you off but the music is about to do that i just want to tell you that hey call me anytime thanks for the phone call uh Jeremy on the country pleasing text line says college football is just despicable all the way around. Saban is a hypocrite. Jimbo's trying to hide behind 17, 18 year old kids, blah, 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 just to buy, uh, just to justify buying them. Jeremy said, and, and trust me, y'all, there are a bunch of texts to get to, and we're going to do it. But Jeremy finished off by saying ethics and college football uh, are a joke. He says, now, if they're trying to drive away viewers, they're doing a good job. I don't know. I mean, there may be a lot of people watch the Texas A&M and Alabama game in Tuscaloosa this fall. (laughs) We might watch that one, right? Strong opinions. And I'm coming to them next in the country, please, and text line. Tommy and Teddy and Jimmy and Kyle and Peanut Butter Falcon, Bernard and everybody. Coming to all y'all. Just getting started. Stick around. Are you ready? Yeah! Now back to the guy who loves his banana pudding. It's the Matt Wyatt Show. Live in the studio. Back. Let's go fast. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Uh, Tommy texted the show, country please, and text line says, Matt, how long before college teams have to go with an NFL-type roster, like 55 players? Is it feasible to pay 90 guys name, image, and likeness deals? Well, you know, Tommy, it's kind of a yes and no. Like, no, because I don't think it's realistic that any time in our lifetime they'll narrow the college rosters down that low because they're, for now there's an education angle. Right? Like you're providing educational opportunities, and, and opportunity is the right word. Because they can go to school if they want to. But obviously, they don't have to. I mean, that's the world we live in now. But if you want to look at it the other way, there are schools are already, when they introduced the cost of attendance stuff because of the Austin court case a few years ago, every player is getting, you know, cash money, I guess, you know, getting a check for the, the extra cost of attendance Deal, a couple thousand dollars here and there for every every single player. Yeah, I mean, so you're already doing some of that. Ready, Teddy, country please, and text says, if Jimbo was not already on blood pressure medicine, he is now. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Hookup says, are we going to be hearing from certain national sports pundits about how toxic the rivalry is now between Alabama and A&M? Jimmy, thank you so much for saying that. You're not going to hear it. Okay, that whole narrative 
And that's the definition of a narrative. A lot of people will use the word narrative, and they actually mean opinion. They actually mean take. A narrative is a story. It is a drummed-up story. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end, and a plot line. And that narrative then is, if you tell the story to enough people get them to believe it, they'll go tell somebody else too. That whole narrative about the toxicity of the rival of the rivalry between State and Ole Miss was one blown out of proportion by the people who were kind of on the underside of that rivalry at the time. And they ran to everybody they could and pulled every string they could to get other people to believe it. And guess what? Those idiots believed it and didn't have one clue. We'll fly into Mississippi for a three-hour ball game and fly out, and that's it. But run off at the mouth like they know something. Herb Street's one of them. But no, you're not going to hear anything about how toxic it is, are you? Good point, Jimmy. Kyle in Hattiesburg said, dude, forget that guy. This is what we want to talk about. Yeah, and you know, and maybe to be fair to Paul, maybe he had a deeper point, and maybe I threw him off. I'm willing to admit that. And Paul's a nice guy and a good caller, but this is what we need to talk about today. Um, <clears throat> uh Bernard said that he sounded like a Nick Saban fan. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, Real Unnamed Texture said, we definitely don't want to listen to someone's opinion about your show. Uh, unnamed, no, Johnny texted and said, as a resident of this state, an SEC fan, I completely appreciate that you stated that you started your show with this because many of us had not heard Jimbo's comments and it is completely relevant to the fans of state and Ole Miss. Jeremy says, note to self, don't call Matt to the carpet in the first segment. <laughs> it's funny the things that set you off. Yeah. You know, I deserve a lot of it, too. You know, it is what it is. You know, we got fight or flight. <clears throat> I'm usually wrong, whichever one I choose. Res Dog says, uh, don't listen to him. Sports are for entertainment purposes, and this is pure gold. Okay. So, speaking of pure gold, trying to make the best use of my time to set the table for this because you're going to have a good hour and 15, hour and a half of a reaction to this, including mine. I haven't even set the whole table for you yet. I played you Saban's comments. I didn't play you the whole thing. I don't know if we have time for that. I, I played you part one of Jimbo Fisher's impromptu press conference reacting where he absolutely cut loose. And I told you there was a part two and that the longer he goes, the less he holds back. Here's Jimbo part two. How important was it for you to, to have this press conference so that you could defend your players? And your I'm not program? defending anybody. I'm just giving you the truth. Because I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to hide, and our program has nothing to hide. It'd be interesting if everybody could say that. Down front, Brent. <laughs> Is there some thought on uh, collectives, you know, schools, programs, collectives, universities, collectives? Are you aware of what they do, how they go about it, and no, so not. forth? Okay. So you have no knowledge of any of They have collectives. I know there's a collective here. I don't know who's got what, when's got what. Had no idea last year. That is not what we do or what we're about. I was going to say, that's by design. you saying, hey, I'm staying out of this. Yeah, I mean, how am I going to? I mean, I have no sponsorships in those things. And that's the truth. What do you, listen, I'm going to tell you one thing. You can, you can call me anything you want to call me. You ain't calling me a cheat. I don't cheat and I don't lie. So I learned that when I was a kid. If you did... The old man slapped you side of the head. Maybe somebody should have slapped him. <laughs> well, that's one thing you don't. Now you're fooling with her name. 
That don't from a Texas A and M's name, you're saying with those kids' name and our name. I'll put it with any of them. Front left, Olin. Uh, Coach SEC. I don't. I ain't into that. I wasn't raised that way. Yeah, Jimbo. SEC spring meetings are coming up. The media days in a couple of months, and then October eighth. What do you think? That's uh, is, it, is it going to be awkward? And awkward about what? When you have to face it or have to. I don't mind to... confrontation. <clears throat> Live with it my whole life. Kind of like it myself. <laughs> Anything else, uh, Rob? And then Travis. Backing away from it wasn't the way I was raised. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. Coach, what do, you, what do you say to your players about something like this? Keep doing the right things and believe in yourself. And, I, and I'm sorry that people say those things about you. But I will defend you because I know nothing was wrong. That's what it's about. Talking about setting examples for players and creating value and all, that, all those good, you know, talks we have, he has. You know what I mean? Live it. It's amazing. We'll go Travis and then Brent. When you, when you talk about uniform legislation. Setting a hell of an example. When you, when you talk about uniform legislation, would you like to see that the schools be able to have a little bit more ability to? I, I, listen, I'm not, I, I don't know that. I don't know what's right. I just, it just needs to be uniform across the board. And it's hard because the government's going to have to get involved with it. I'm not into that. I just know that what we did was nothing wrong, not done the wrong way. Nothing was promised. Nothing was deal. And we didn't buy, every, we didn't buy any players. You've been in this business a long time. A seen, long time. And seen it's, a it's, lot it's, of things. It's disgusting to what we're into right now, right. especially by the people who are throwing the darts, who have no glass in their house. So my question was, is this the most upset, disappointed, angry you've been about something in your coaching career? It's despicable for what it does for the sport. And the operations, the way things were done the other way, when the parity was there, like we said, never has been parity. Certain people never follow the rules anyway. Do you suspect Nick has uh, bent the rules? No, I didn't say that. It's a mere statement. All right, Coach. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. You're welcome. Never has been parody. Some people never followed the rules anyway. All right, so that's Jimbo part two. Just totally lay it out there. I was trying to think of a word. You know, Coach Saban's comments last night at that get-together were, I, I didn't think they were belligerent or anything, and he didn't actually say they cheated or whatever. He was unfiltered. Coach Saban last night was unfiltered. Maybe in a bad way. Jimbo Fisher today was unhinged. And, and I just think almost like a, a general rule in life for you and for me. Okay, I'm not preaching to you because, look, I don't know. I, 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 I'm just saying I can see right and wrong. I can't always do it, okay? Do as I say, not as I do something. But what I'm saying is when somebody comes at you unfiltered, the way you don't want to respond is unhinged. Saban, you know, I don't know that he necessarily said that, hey, they broke a bunch of rules. See how you take it. You've read about them. You know who they are. I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. AM was first. AM bought every player on their team, made a deal for name, image, and likeness. All right, we didn't buy one player. All right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future. 
because more and more people are doing it. Hell, read about it in the paper. I mean, Jackson State paid a guy a million dollars last year that was a really good Division I player to come to school. It was in the paper, and they bragged about it. Nobody did anything about it. Here's what every coach will tell you. Okay, everybody in college athletics regarding how coaches, to, to satisfy the rules, to be above board with what they signed on their contract for, which was to go by the rules. They put their name on it. Okay, so if there's integrity there, they're going to try to go by. Well, here's what they are told to do. Hey, I'm, I'm a coach. Okay, I'm Coach Wyatt, and I'm talking to you and your son. Even if you ask me about name, image, and likeness, here's the thing. I can't arrange any deals for you, and I can't even really talk about that kind of stuff with you in recruiting as a part of getting you to come. All I can do is show you right here on this paper the deals that some of our current players have. I can show you what some of our current players are getting in marketing deals that we deem name, image, and likeness currently at our school. I can show you that. See what I mean? That's what coaches can do. So if the A&M coaching staff gave that speech, my question is, what were they showing the recruits? What were they showing them? Or was somebody outside of the football staff and outside of university employees striking deals with families? So therefore, Jimbo has plausible deniability and can get up there in the microphone and say, we didn't do it. I don't know about anything. Yeah, that's why I'm saying there's wrong on both sides of this deal. To me, it all is an L for everybody. But unhinged is a lot worse than unfiltered. Stick around. With more of the Matt Wyatt Show. The guy who, if he's not talking sports, he's fishing for bass, okay? But he's right here right now. All right, back with you rolling along on this Thursday so you know the story and more of your reaction coming up. On the uh, Country Pleasing Sausage text line, it's 885-ESPN or 885-3776. Jason and Flagstaff, he heard that part two from Jimbo there, and he said, good night. Jimbo's a bit belligerent, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, the part where he goes, yeah, be you know, awkward about what? I like confrontation. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of unhinged. He really was. Patches texts the show. He says, Fisher's lack of self-control is why uh, he will more than likely never win a national championship at A&M. Nick plays chess, not checkers. Everything he says or does has a reason. Well, Patches, consider this with what you said. Okay, you said Saban's playing chess, not checkers. I, I mean, y'all, really, look, say what you want. But Saban knows when he says something, what can be the result of it? This guy, more than anybody else, knows when you go out here and you say something publicly, you really saying it if you're him. He knows. I don't know how else I can say it, guys. I've said it three different occasions. Well, then I guess I have to say it. I'm not going to be the Alabama coach. I've said this over and over and over. College football nerds 
some guys over in the Alabama area. They do a great job, have a great product, YouTube, online, everything else. You ought to check them out. Josh and the guys at CFB Nerds. And he text, he tweeted this. The thing Jimbo is defending, the idea that Texas A&M cheated, isn't what Saban accused him of. They said, I think Saban's point is that Texas A&M bought players and it was legal. And then he went on to say, and I think it's a warning, that Saban will start doing the same absent of charges for these teams that did go out and and actually use it, and I'm paraphrasing here the end of it, but did go out and actually use it to induce recruits. If you, Patches, buy the theory that Saban is playing chess and not checkers, you might agree with that. He's putting this out there, not so much lamenting what happened, but telling you you're about to lament what's about to happen. What do you think? D. Manning Texas Show says... If he doesn't know anything about the collective, then how does he know it's all above board? Yeah, D. Manning, that's why I use the word unhinged with Jimbo this morning. And it really is a show because what Saban said was last night. You know how it is. Your friend or somebody you know or somebody that's not your friend can say something about you and you catch wind of it last night. And it flies all over you. You're angry. You're this close to going and knocking on their door. Okay, and it may even keep you up a little bit late at night. But once you sleep it off, you wake up this morning and have breakfast and coffee, you you may still be mad, but you're a different kind of mad. You're more of a collected mad, planning ahead mad, here's the way I need to handle this. It's good to sleep on it sometimes. See, and Jimbo, making $10 million a year, he can sleep on it. Nobody's the NCAA has not investigated them one iota. He can sleep on it. But still at 10 a.m. was unhinged. That's why I think it's sort of planned. And he just he went unhinged. He went too far. It was <clears throat> it was just too far. That's what it was. Mailman David said, I guess Saban will be showing primetime how to get that uh new insurance jacket anytime soon. <laughs> He won't be? Yeah, because he he accused Jackson State also. Well, he didn't say it. He, okay, he didn't accuse Jackson State. He he basically said that he believes somebody gave that kid, Travis Hunter, a million dollars to go to Jackson State. Well, here's the thing. Travis Hunter himself goes on Twitter today and says, if I got a million dollars, then why is my mother still living in a three-bedroom, a three-room house with five kids? Okay, and let me paint you another picture because let me give you a strong opinion on this. There are a lot of quote-unquote name, image, and likeness deals out there in college athletics where the money has exchanged hands and it is in the bank. But let me tell you something. Jackson State, nor anybody with Jackson State, has handed Travis Hunter a million dollars. It has not happened. It may be an idea. It may be a possibility down the road. But they have not given him a million dollars. In fact, I would almost guarantee you that whatever the possibilities for him down the road directly related to Jackson State aren't a million dollars worth right now. 
He didn't do it. Deion Sanders and Travis Hunter are telling it like it is. He didn't get a million dollars. But with Travis Hunter going out here on Twitter, please listen to this. And if you have the answer, I want to hear it. Travis Hunter says, if I got a million dollars, then why is my mother still living in a three-room house with five kids in there? When all this started, all this started last night with Nick Saban, the coach at Alabama, saying that he got a million dollars. He'll read about it in the paper. I mean, Jackson State paid a guy a million dollars last year that was a really good Division I player to come to school. It was in the paper, and they bragged about it. Nobody did anything about it. Let me ask you a question. Is it a coincidence that when Tua Tonga-Valoa, a kid from Hawaii, a five-star quarterback from Hawaii, signed with Alabama, his entire family moved to the Birmingham area. His little brother changed schools and went to a high school in the Birmingham area. Went to Alabama for one year with Tua. They're on the same team. And as soon as Tua left, the other kid transferred and the family has moved. You think that's a coincidence? Yeah, we're going to accuse Travis Hunter of getting a million dollars and he gets on Twitter and just puts it out there. Anybody can go check it anytime they want. His mom's still living in a three-room house with five kids. But the guy accusing him of getting a million had a quarterback move from Hawaii, and as soon as the QB left, all of them left. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. You and I might have been born at night, but it wasn't last night. And I'll remind you of that famous quip. It's no fun when the rabbit's got the gun. Jason in Flagstaff says, didn't Jimbo have a similar pro wrestling promo at uh, Lane Kiffin a while back? <laughs> yeah, he did. In fact, yeah, that was. And by the way, Kiffin has been funny this morning. Uh, some, some of the media reached out to him for comment. And he said, uh, what did he say? Uh, he said, um, I'm speechless for the first time in my life. He's got a sense of humor about it. He said, this should have been on pay-per-view. <laughs> See, now Lane's showing his age right there. You got to be mid-40s or up to even know what pay-per-view is. Don't you? Um, Free American Texas show says, I'm with the attitude of Nick said, if y'all want fast pace, hold my beer and watch this. And I believe he's saying the same thing about this name, image, and likeness deal stuff. And I, I, would, I, would, I would absolutely go down that path with you. I really would. I'd, I'd go down that path with you that there's – I just don't think a guy like Saban – Saban doesn't go to these things like some coaches and drink alcohol and get loose. He doesn't do that. He's too smart for that. Okay, and he's too smart to know – to not know that if he says it publicly, it's like this – I think he knew what he was doing. I'm not sure I know yet what he was doing. It was unfiltered. I know that. And Jimbo just took the bait 
Man. All right. Uh, back over to the phone line, Divinity Equipment phone. Lynn, hanging on line one. Thanks for calling, Lynn. What's up? How about Matt? Matt, I don't know what he was doing either, but I know this. It is ridiculous to hear the Alabama football coach crying about other schools paying players. It is it is sad. Yep. Because if he, if he expects anybody to believe they ain't bought theirs, he's I thought he was. Right. Because ain't none of us that dumb. Mm -hmm. That's right. None of us. That's right. So so why does he want to jump up on a pedestal and scream from the top of the mountain? Is the pot black? Is the pot calling the kettle black? It's it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Get over it. Right. Get over it, Nick. Well, and, and here's the thing about it, too, is... Lynn, he said they had 25 players on Alabama's team last year that were getting name, image, and likeness money that added up to about $3 million. Okay. Well, that sounds good, but again, it's hedging the information, Lynn, because he told us last year, last summer, that his quarterback, who hadn't even started yet, had a $1 million name, image, and likeness deal. He That came out of his mouth last summer, so that's very hypocritical right. in and of itself right there. Uh, Lynn, we're hitting a break. You're welcome to hang on or call me back. I hate to cut you off short. No, I just wanted to say that. I okay. like Nick Saban well, in a way I like it. But that's ridiculous. That's just, that's worm fodder. Yeah. I agree with you. Thanks, Lynn. I appreciate the call. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming up in the Bureau.